Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the Starry Death Machine podcast. We are here with the usual suspects, Garrick and Justin. Oh, hi. hi. <coughs> Dude, shit. Sorry. You're <laughs> not. Today's a special episode. Very special it is. episode. Today's the specialist of episodes because we have, we've been talking about getting same son on the podcast for a hot minute, like at least, at least, at four, least six months, at least six months. <laughs> not yeah, even, we're no, not even kidding. At least. No, it's, it's, it's been, oh gosh. It's Ever since like the, after the first Marrow Yeah, podcast. after the first Marrow, I think, I think it was Justin was like, dude, get Samson on yeah. here. Get Samson on here. And I was like, oh, sweet. So. Mr. Logan from Same Sun, how Mr. you doing, Logan. sir? Hello, hello, everyone. How's it going, man? It's going. I'm sipping on my watermelon Red Bull, <laughs> uh, living life as you do, as as one does naturally. As one does, <laughs> living it. Hey, bro. For, uh, uh, hey, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> I had to clear my throat. We need to address this. I'm Shut not doing it into up. the mic. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not doing it into the mic. I'm done. We're done. Um, Thanks for coming, man. Yeah, thanks for yeah, thank you so much. And we've been strawberry. No, I'm kidding. Um, you guys released uh, a uh, demo recently. A Thank you for Fuego it a demo. demo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was going to call it EP. And, and if, if you guys heard the intro. That was it. That was part of it. That part was a very, it. very small snippet of, of what else is on that. Of the absolute Fuego fire demo. these yeah. people decided to record. I was, I, was saying, I was saying that a little bit earlier um, before we started recording that I was listening to that when I was doing laundry. Mm-hmm. At the laundromat I heard that and I was like, oh. Just oh. <laughs> <laughs> Who let fighting? them do that? How did yeah. they? Why? What, <laughs> what the hell, bro? How you doing, man? Uh, good? What's up, dude? I'm good. I am. I am managing through. You know, as one does through the day. Uh, <laughs> overall, I'm good. I'm feeling good. I'm, I'm glad to be here with y'all. So good. Thank you. Yeah, thanks for coming it. out, man. And that has been the episode. We're good. We're good. We're going to keep ending it every five minutes. Um, So you guys released a uh, a new demo called Manifest. Yes. Yes. Um, It's really good. It is quite quite good. It's quite dank, if if one must. Italian hand spicy. (laughs) Yes. Yes. They're they're coming out with an emoji. Yes. Uh, Yes, that is being added to the keyboard. I am very happy about that. That's good. I'm not Italian, but... Oh no! Neither like, am I'm I. gonna be. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna be. Yeah, no. exactly. I will be for that emoji. I'm yeah, gonna be. Say. Yeah, yeah. So what? What was kind of you know? I don't know what your writing process is when you write like when you guys write music for Same Sun, but like usually like like give us a little bit of an insight as to how like like the the initial conception of hey we want to write a demo and like let's just you know get this ball rolling. Um. Shit. So, a <laughs> <laughs> shit you. Um, honestly, half the time I think I just, I'm just noodling around on the mm-hmm. guitar, mm-hmm. and I hear something that catches my eye. My oh, my senses are getting confused. My ears, Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, and then I'm like, oh shit, what was that? And then I kind of go back through. I I try and replay it to make sure it wasn't a fluke. And right, then yeah. um, I kind of think like, damn, okay, like that could be something. And then. A lot of the times what happens is I'll try and piece around it, basically. And then from there, the song will kind of take shape. Right, and then so, so you write the guitar parts. And yes. Like, yeah, cool. Yes, and then um, half the time, you know, um, I would go to Donald. Rest in peace, Donald. We miss you. Um, <laughs> he's not dead, he's, he's gone. He's not dead. dead. He's just in <laughs> he the goddamn middle of nowhere. <laughs> um, he's in the middle of the Arizona desert. That's yeah. where he is. So, so oh, rest t- in, peace. in the past, what we'd do is I would go over to Donald's house. We'd take a day or maybe a couple of hours and just track out the song after I have it done and then um, 
do a scratch take with like programmed drums pr pretty much, which mm -hmm. honestly I hate. I don't know how he does it, but he literally goes through like um, drum. What is it called? The drum track where um, oh no no um, piano roll. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. piano MIDI roll. files. Yes, mm -hmm. he programs MIDI files by hand, and I'm like, you're a madman. That's like, crazy. That's crazy. It's so much work. It is, and he's just like, no, like you get used to it after a while. And I'm like, or or you just settle for like pain. <laughs> but, just do a click track. It's all there. <laughs> honestly, so and then it's it's helpful because then we basically share it to the rest of the group. Mm -hmm. um, afterwards, we'll get feedback from here or there. Um, Alex usually has something he wants to change or tweak mm -hmm. and then connor um he just kind of stands in the corner and says beans um <laughs> says beans he, say, he says beans Fuck in it. the corner um no connor obviously contributes i love him and um That's there's a lot of beans in your song okay i get it now. <laughs> <laughs> it all makes sense he's like they all know i should put on blast <laughs> real quick eh? um and so basically, that's, beans. <laughs> that's basically how uh, a single song takes shape. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of the times afterwards, um, uh, I'd 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 say that we kind of it's it's basically that, and then we repeat it half the oh, time. Sure. Half the time, it's like if I start going through a song, and then it's like, oh god, like that sounds weird. Like that doesn't sound like something we would do. I have this weird internal struggle of like. I don't want to sound like asking Alexandria. And so <laughs> I, have, I don't think anybody does. No, yeah, no, I think, <laughs> damn. Uh, Actually, it's kind of funny that you say that because I was going through my old, my old Facebook posts, like deleting, cleaning up some stuff. <laughs> and I shared one that says, um, I fell down the stairs with my guitar and actually wouldn't ask Alexandria a song. Oh, <laughs> ouch. Oh, jeez. So anyway. Yeah, anyway. So, but, yeah, you know. So I fall a, down the stairs. <laughs> so I do fall down the stairs. I do be falling down the stairs. <laughs> really um, and then by the end of it, it's kind of like, all right, does this fit in with this or that? And blah, 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 blah. Um, and it kind of just kind of goes on and on like that. And uh, yeah, that's the process of how we get our songs together. It's just um, the only problem really is, is that just how much time I think we all have as a band. Yeah. Um, because Alex and I rough. both go to school full time. Well, he's almost done. So he's not going as much, but I'm right. still going full time. We like an educated. What are you, what are you, what are you studying? Uh, I am studying anthropology. Dude, oh, hell. nice. Yes, Thank dude, you. That's nice. sick. Thank you. We so, love our educated men. Anyway, no, <laughs> <laughs> so basically, there's that, um, and just it, it's kind of one of those things where it's like you never obviously want to like force yourself to write. I of think. course, yeah, that's yeah. the worst. Because, so yeah. horrible. because honestly, like I, I don't know, like the second you start writing filler songs or feeling like you have to write something. Uh, that's when you get filler songs. Exactly. And they become very apparent, I feel. Yes, in, definitely. In Absolutely. the production of a, of a record. So Less is more. Yeah, mm -hmm. definitely. And and I really, I think that that's what our philosophy has been, at least, mm -hmm. in the sense of like, all right, even if it takes like two years to put out three goddamn songs, <laughs> um, at least those three songs that we went to, you know, we took a lot of time trying to make sure that it was something that we were crafting our sound to be mm -hmm. good with. Um, mm hmm and so, really, I just I just think that that's that's generally the, the process is. Even though it might take a while, um, we it's it's like an artisan. It's like a nice artisan bread. Yeah, but it's right, artisan yeah. same sun. <laughs> artisan <laughs> same sun. Now, do your like do your live shows and you guys performing have a lot to do with how you write the music? Like, do you ever anticipate like, oh, I'm gonna play this live and this is how I want it to sound? Oh, oh yeah. 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 So, um, I, I I assume you're talking about like. In the writing process, mm -hmm. imagining how it would sound like, yeah, you mean? Exactly. Yes, that is definitely something that I do. I, honestly, half the time, 
what'll happen is I'll hear it and then my brain automatically goes to like imagine the show mm-hmm. and then yeah. it's like I'm like okay this is what's happening are people getting their asses beat mm-hmm. yes or no yeah, yeah. <laughs> are people two stepping yes or no valid question yeah. yes exactly yeah. are people like sing songing yes or no mm-hmm. so it, 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 I definitely think that that is like the litmus lit how do you oh. say litmus or litmus litmus scale litmus oh, yeah I think like it's a litmus I think it's litmus lit- yeah to see. <laughs> <laughs> Takes aggressive sip of tea. <laughs> What's the tea? I did a, an aggressive vodka. side glance for those of you who <laughs> for the viewers at home. Visually, like cannot this. see what just happened. They felt it. Yeah. <laughs> felt the uncomfortable. Um, I felt it. <laughs> um, yeah, it, it's a good litmus test. Litmus, whatever the fuck, um, to see if it's something that's worth working around. Right. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. So I feel like a lot of people sometimes will write like a demo or or an EP or whatever, and kind of just do it in the studio. And not really consider yeah. everything else, you know what I mean? They'll kind of write some music and then be like, "Oh, this sounds really good," and then it'll like it won't necessarily translate the same mm-hmm. live, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Just with like either like the tone or like the the like the impact or like the direction they're going. Yeah, it's like yeah. oh, that doesn't make sense live, but I mean, it sounds cool recorded. You know uh, what I mean? Yeah, I get what you mean. I feel like that. Um, I mean, how do I put this? We haven't had the opportunity to be basically in a studio and be like, right, God. right. Because yeah. Here's what I'll say though. Is that when you go into a studio, like every time I've gone into like Donald's room, Rip, and basically <laughs> just like gone in with this idea of, all right, like I wanna I wanna track out a riff. I wanna get at least one riff down and see where it goes. Um, half the time, even if we take a couple hits and misses, we walk away with something that's like, okay, pretty decent. Okay. Um, that's why I think the studio, like being in that studio mindset is actually good because you have this uh, uh, um, big word time liminal space yeah. in which Ooh. you have no idea of what's going on and rather it's just there right. um, and that's how you create kind of this best product in my mind mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of the times if you start um, <laughs> my brain does this shit all the time what the fuck was I saying <laughs> hell yeah <laughs> Um, basically I, I like the idea of the studio because it's literally like you're just in there and you have time to write you're not worried about when you have to fucking go to your shift at goddamn 7-Eleven at like 11pm <laughs> mm-hmm. or right. Vaughn's as a grocery bag check bagger boy who gets discounts on Starbucks and then gets fired a couple months later nice. that's my story oh. um, <laughs> um, damn yikes. you don't have to worry about that because you're just like what's the riff you know what I mean yeah exactly what's, what's, the, what's the fill what be the would it be? Has it be? has has that been your same approach like since like starting line or like like what what's been the kind of the progression in terms of of how you write like you know from starting line to like more than a weapon to manifest has it like has has it all been the same kind of mentality or has it all just been like you know yeah yeah yeah. I feel so imb- yeah oh shit <laughs> you hear, hey, you hear most fans thing, being like oh no we innovate we we blend things together and now I'm such a goddamn asshole like, <laughs> no, dude, hey, yeah, man, if, if, if they ain't broke don't fix it yeah, yeah. honestly uh, yeah. It's, so it's it's typically that same thing where it's where you piece it together and then after and I think really actually that's what's good is that um, it comes in pieces and then afterwards you present the full picture and then you have um, people mainly within the own our own band like look back at it and they say like this is not then you can go back to that thing you were talking about with the live thing it says live i don't imagine this live something is missing right here it doesn't finish that uh, right. litmus test right. in a sense yeah. um so really i think that that's what our process has been and even in in a weird way it takes a lot of the workload i guess off because it's not like we're having all everybody like 
trying to uh, uh, collage, recolor things together. Mm-hmm. And it's like you have this, this, this here, and then it's like, okay, how do we make sense of it? You know what I mean? Right, yeah. Um, in the sense of like when you're writing on your own individually. Um, it's easier than that because sometimes you can think like, okay, you have a lot of ideas and too many cooks in the kitchen, and then it's like, uh, yeah. it's it's a little bit of a mess. It gets, yeah, it gets right. messy. And exactly. then you get pissed off because you're like, I really liked this song, and now it's just a hot heaping mess of like, I'm pissed at you for like <laughs> fucking with my ingredients. Yeah, <laughs> but um, yeah, I, I don't, I I think. There's that way, which, again, we just go with because of our schedules in a yeah. sense. Right. But there has been times where we've practiced together, and we literally just started jamming. Yeah, and those times is kind of just like the studio, where you all are playing together, and you just figure something out. And you're right. like, okay, yeah. okay, well, hold up now. Like, let's, let's, let's keep going with this. Yeah, what, exactly. what was that? Yeah. Um, that's happened a couple times, but um, it's not our primary method of, of writing. Yeah. Right, yeah. Okay. yeah. So, so b- bouncing back a little bit, speaking of starting lines, like bouncing back towards kind of the inception of of how Same Sun kind of became a thing. Like, did you just kind of, like, like what what was your, like, oh, I, wanna sh- I just want to start a hardcore band now. Or like, did you come yes. from other bands or yes. like? So, I, I, I feel like Donald might have mentioned this when he was on here. Donald, a he, friend he of the ta- past. He talked to Friend of the podcast, it, shout yes. out. Um, Rest in peace. Yeah, Donald <laughs> and I were in a band called Generally Speaking, um, with two of our friends, uh, North and Tommy, a uh, shout out, friend of the podcast. Um, and basically, we were kind of like a, a emo, post-hardcore band, emo core band, right. along the lines of Texas is the reason, if anybody familiar. Yeah, dude. Okay, Texas is the reason. Um, North was a really big fan of the Wonder Years, and um, definitely I felt a lot of Say Anything um, yes, influence in there. Yeah. And so... You know, we were kind of quirky and had this weird aggressiveness to us, but it was also when pop punk was at its height. Ah. So, <laughs> the glory days. Yes, the glory <laughs> days. Ah, ah yes. Wunderbar. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, there was a lot of that influence, and it was just this really cool time to experiment with music that I kind of look back on and feel like being so dead set on, like, oh, I want to be in a hardcore band, I want to be in a hardcore band. I was appreciating that I was in that that band, but maybe um, not appreciating the fact that you were crafting music as opposed mm-hmm. to like creating music. Right. That sounds so pretentious, but no, like, you know, no it makes it, sense. Yeah. If you're if you're if you were ever in a band or anything like yeah, that, yeah, no, it it makes, that, like, that like, statement makes a lot of sense. Like, like yeah. if if you're ever collaborating with other artists in terms of like being creative as opposed to just kind of hammering out what sounds like like. To me, there's a difference between writing music and then staying in your lane, like staying comfortable. You know, like, mm-hmm. okay, like they, this sounds like us. I guess we should just release this because mm-hmm. it sounds like us. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And I feel like a lot of bands in, in the hardcore slash post-hardcore, whatever, you know, the kind of alternative music drama get kind of stuck in that. They get complacent. They get complacent, exactly. Where they, they kind of just like, okay, well, this sounds like us, so I guess that we'll, you know, we'll release People this. People expect this, so we'll just do this, and it works. So exactly. Whatever. To that, mm-hmm. I argue. Uh, that actually <clears throat> are... We root- don't do that here. Oh. Bullshit. He listens to our podcast. <laughs> I, 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 feel, I feel that the roots of... If you go back to post-hardcore, uh-huh. obviously, um, emo and punk, uh, hardcore, goes back to punk. There we go. Yeah. Um, really, in my opinion, punk has never necessarily been about being innovative with music, but rather what is trying to be conveyed through the music. Definitely. Right, yeah, and no. So, and so, and I'm not, I'm not trying to say like, oh, punk get, doesn't, punk doesn't get stuck in what it does. You know what I mean? But at right. the same time, like, our roots of music never have been so focused on, like, being uh, 
um, Vivaldi's like Four Seasons yeah. and like, how are we going to do this? Right. Punk has right. always been about, I'm fucking pissed off. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and yeah, this yeah. is what I'm going to say. And the music behind me is just kind of helping me along. Right. Well, I mean, like, I mean, like complacency in a sense of like, you know, where some bands get, they get stuck in that mentality of writing filler songs because it get, they get stuck in that, well, I don't really know what to write about because I don't really want to put enough time in it. It's a craft thing that I want to write. So I'm going to write a bunch of filler songs that I'm, I'm half okay with and just release those because it's, you know, like they, 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 they almost in a sense get lazy yeah. as opposed to like, you know, sitting down and actually writing music. Yeah. Like stuff like that. Yeah. Oh you know? yeah. Definitely in the later years. Harder. That's really yeah. hard. In the later years when the, uh, when the, forgive the acronym, uh, metalcore money sets in. Yeah. When that oh, metalcore yeah. money sets in. <laughs> it's yeah. fucking like, <laughs> yeah. That, that's what I mean. Like not, not necessarily, um, complacency in terms of like stylistically, but like as opposed to actually writing things that have significance to you. Yeah. You know what the I mean? record demands an album. They write. An album, and it doesn't have to be good, but they're just like, "Oh, hey, it sounds I mean, like yeah. the last one." Yeah. And which, which, which goes back to like, which is why I kind of admire the fact that you guys took two years to write three songs Fuck because yeah. it was like you put time into those songs. Yeah. You, you know don't want to do any bullshit. Exactly. Like you didn't want to write the filler song. It's like, what's what I mean? You know, we, we did write one five-minute song. Uh, shout out to Brad, friend of the podcast, uh, which, <laughs> which is that. just uh, uh, I love that song, um, but. Um, some people don't understand, or some people question why a five-minute song. And in retrospect, I don't know why either. But uh, <laughs> here we are. The album is released, and I cannot stop what God has brought. <laughs> so, are, are were there any influences? I mean, I'm sure. That, I'm sure that there were like influences in terms of like when you try to say something. I want to have like stay within like this kind of style like you know because you guys are a hardcore band yeah so like in terms of like influences like i want to do that you know what i mean like like what did, yeah. you, what did you have in mind when you when you started um, Same Sun, basically? uh um uh, have heart um yes because <laughs> because i'm a fucking have heart jerk off and <laughs> I, I pat flynn if you ever hear this you are my hero um even though that's a very uh conflated term i think but you have served a very big inspiration in a lot of people's lives as well as the rest of the band so we've, we've praises to you we've heard that that that, that, that he's heart. heard of uh oh you guys. please i know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> so story about that like I don't know. So Braxton, like, I love Braxton. And he told us at Sound and Fury, he was like, yo, dude, like, I talked to Pat in uh, first day, blah, blah, blah. And then I think he told us the second day. He's like, yeah, like, I told him to check you guys out. And then blah, blah, blah. And then that's how we heard about it. Braxton told me to that. And then I was talking with Donald because I think we were just chilling outside. And then he told me that. And I was like, oh, my God, that's so cool. And then I just hit that stage where I remembered how big of a goddamn fanboy I was when I yeah. was first writing the band. Uh -huh. How many goddamn references I put to Half Heart in the first album. Yeah, and I was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. He's going to see. Oh, my God. <laughs> and then I literally was like, dude, okay, wait. No, we need to go we on the band. We need to write a new song right now. Right now. <laughs> Shut it all down. Shut it all down. <laughs> so then I burn everything. <laughs> so my dumbass was freaking the fuck out. And I was like, haha, it's down off Bandcamp. And then a couple weeks ago, I looked back and I was like, shit, it's on Spotify. <laughs> <laughs> so I was know. like, I fucking did that for nothing. <laughs> God damn it. So, um, you just throw your phone in like a bottle. Like, yes, yes, yes. In that moment, three weeks later, I got pissed about something that was... Five months ago, so <laughs> um, Hell yeah. So yeah, have heart most definitely was kind of the most definitely the lyrical influence, mm -hmm. the idea of trying to say something that has a sense of um, ha that has something to say, and that in a sense, God, I hope this doesn't sound corny, 
and and has this demand to be heard. Yeah, yeah, no, you know absolutely. what I mean. Yeah. That yeah demands like a certain level of attention. A lot of people are saying stuff that don't mean anything. You know. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. It's, it's and it's like, everywhere. Like that's the thing that I loved, that I loved about like when hard, when I first got drawn to hardcore years ago was it that kind of mentality of like I have something to say and you're going to listen whether you like it or yeah. not. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like that was the kind of mentality. I was like, oh, but we swear I like it's, that. It's something you need to hear. Have you heard? Of your Lord and Savior yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> exactly. It's it's actually uh, not loose because of his hair. Oh, Brian Garrett. Yeah, it's Brian Garrett. Well, not anymore. His, not, anymore. Yeah, not anymore. Yeah, not anymore. Pieces hair. Bro, he he do be cutting the hair. <laughs> he do be cutting, cutting the hair. Actually, it's, it's his little brother now. Yeah, that's oh. true. true. <laughs> oh. shout, shout, shout out to Trey. <laughs> so so yeah, uh, lyrically and the passion behind it and the energy really is uh-huh. again uh, I think within the imagination mm-hmm. of what we try to emulate. Right. Um. And then how I got, how I even got, uh, Donald was easy because I was just like, yo, you want to start a hardcore band? He's like, okay. And then, <laughs> <laughs> Damn. That's, that's, that's a good impression. <laughs> and then, right, yeah. Really and then I asked a couple other people. They didn't really work out. And then um, I asked Connor oh. and he was like, oh, okay, I'm going to go and do it too. And then <laughs> I asked Christ. Alex and this was my first time really meeting him uh, through Facebook. Mm-hmm. And so I said, Hey dude, like, you know, Donald, Donald said I should hit you up. Blah, blah, blah. I'm trying to start a band that kind of sounds like, um, have heart and foundation. And so he was, and, and this is key. This is key to forming our <laughs> friendship here because he said, sure. Years later, his dumbass realized he came to me and he said, Logan, I just want to point something out. And it's like, what? He's like, you lied about the foundation thing. And I was like, why? He's like, because we don't fucking sound like <laughs> any really heavy parts. And so I kind of said, did I do that? <laughs> so, like, damn, here you are. You're stuck now. It's <laughs> like, shit. Well, you're already Whatever. playing a couple shows. So. Um, Rest in peace, foundation. We miss you very God much. God damn it. Uh, yeah. Also, shout out to that new Reign of Salvation. Uh, oh. If you heard it. God, yes. Yes. yes I, very I, t- I have not heard it yet. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Spicy. Suck yeah. Okay. So um, that's kind of what happened with that. Um, so Have Heart, Foundation, um, and uh, and maybe like Youth of Today. No, yeah. Chain of Strength was definitely a big one for me yeah. at that founding time. Yeah. Especially because our production quality back then was uh, short. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but like you do. And, like, I, I love Donald because we all did that in-house, really great work. I, I appreciate us for doing that because it's something that we can say, like, yeah, we produced this all on our own mm-hmm. as a band right away. And it's, like, we saved as much money on our car insurance as we could possibly. Um, <laughs> I'd say 15% or more. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So the Geico that, of bands. Yeah, and so that's that. And then, you know, like, I talked to... We've, Donald's talked about it before. He's just like, you know, if I could go back, like I, I tweak up these guitar tones because they were too tinny, and this and that, and then like, we did these things with the drums where they didn't sound that great, and mm-hmm. and again to save money, basically we recorded that shit in my garage, and we used some SM57s and oh SM57s. We used SM57s for everything, and then we sampled my drums in his room later on a couple weeks and put it through. Um, Who's that fucking dude? Joey Sturgis. He we put it through oh. his um, triggering amp or triggering. Oh yeah. Yes. And so I was like, "The fuck are you thinking? Like we're gonna trigger <laughs> these goddamn drums?" And so he's like, "No, no, no. Hear me out. Hear me out." And so we put it through, and um, you know, it didn't sound like top level quality, but did we put together some music? And is it something that 
even though to this day it's like okay yeah it's 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 our first album. Am I still proud of it? And I still am proud of the fact that I made it with them. Uh, most definitely. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Nice. So, awesome. second album, I think we just went for more grooviness. I almost feel like I tried to go into that um, grooviness of like trapped under ice. Yeah, for has sure. a little bit. Um, and changes there, and then obviously it's like okay, better production. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But really, where I say the difference is is, is this new stuff, mm-hmm. because. I just slammed on uh, uh, One King Down for a little bit, uh, and that shit got stuck in my head, and I was like, Bloodlust Revenge is the single best song ever created, <laughs> and everybody can fight me. Um, sure. I'll fucking kill you. Wait, was that a song or album? I don't know. Please forgive me, hardcore community. Um, <laughs> they never will. They never, they they never, never will, never will never forgive. Do. They never, they never do. forgive. They never do. Um, so... Really, I felt a lot of One King Down. I kind of tried to tap in, or I, oh, there it is again. We, <laughs> we, we, we the collectively, collective. we collectively we did. Um, tapped into um, Bane a little bit because we wanted more melodicism in it. Right, um, yeah. And then, um, yeah? Uh-huh. Yeah. 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 Hands. Yeah, it's cool that you explain it because now that you're explaining it, I hear a lot of those influences coming through in the new stuff, which is cool because you, you guys kind of keep that core that core initial sound and you kind of just expound on it a little bit, you know? True. It's it's oh. like it's insightful. Yeah, I, 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 I like it because um, sometimes you know we do research. <laughs> sometimes <laughs> we have occasion all the time. Um, but yeah, it's like it's like it's like you're expanding on that core sound and it's like it it. It's it's cool to hear the difference between you know like more than weapon and the new stuff to me just because you know I've actually funny story um, I, the first Better time I heard funny. I heard Better more than goddamn <laughs> funny the first time I the first Shit. time no I, pressure surge I know right um, this guy I actually sucks, I, I met I met Alex a l- a while ago mm-hmm. I want to say probably close to two or three years ago through an acquaintance of of mine mm-hmm. um, and I had no idea he was in Same Son. Because huh. I, 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 had, I had seen your name all over Orange County, like on every oh every hardcore everywhere, mm-hmm. and I was like, okay, cool, okay. you know. And I and I remember I remember hearing, I I think it was like right before Mother Women came out, so I think it was, oh my gosh, excuse my unprepared. Remember when I said we do research here? <laughs> <laughs> that was a lie. Not and still I rise was when it was, was I first I, when I heard uh, that, and yes, I was okay, like, okay. oh for sure. And then I remember talking to him very briefly at our at a acquaintance of ours uh, going away party because she was moving to Seattle, um, and he was like, "Yeah, I play in Same Sun." I'm like, "You play in Same Sun? <laughs> what?" <laughs> he was like, "Yeah, play, he was like, yeah, I play bass." I'm like, "What?" <laughs> so yeah, that, I thought okay. that was kind of funny. Another funny story, um, <laughs> dude. Alex, no way. Alex kicked the crap out of me at a uh, at a show you guys were playing. At the blacktop, you guys were playing with. Oh shirt. shit! Okay. <laughs> I was going side to side, and I was about to throw myself into him, and then he just kicked me away and into the stage. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and I like took a monitor down with me. God damn it, dude! I remember, I remember, I remember, Alex beat my ass at the Kubicon show. Yeah. <laughs> oh shit! Like, yeah. at, at chain reaction with with malevolence. That's oh great. That was great. It was, it was a big it was, scary man. He's humongous. Man. It was, it was, it was, it was, it was Jesus, peace, malevolence, and Kubicon. Oh, you're fucking! You should have died at that. Now he's like. You dead, literally it was great. No, I was, was like amazing. deadlifting 450 pounds, it, it, it's, like it's, insane it's, amount. It's like, oh, you want to kill everyone? Cool. No, it's, it's, it's today one of my favorite shows I've ever been to. Like that was an amazing show. It was Jesus Peace at Chain just sounds fucking. Scary. It was bad, it was awesome. dude. Bad. I saw I saw Jesus Peace with Knock Loose and Acacia Strain at Chain. No, that's. Mm-hmm. 
No, that didn't happen. No, the universe exploded. Literally, when when Acacia Strain played like JFC, everybody should have like simultaneously combined. It was bad. Yeah, no, it was bad. Fire chain should have been dead because it was it was it was knocked loose. Acacia Strain, Jesus Peace, and Culture Killer. It was brutal. Oh my god, it was brutal. It was such a rough tour. It was so rough. I remember walking with. Give you knives as you walk. Yeah, no, because I was I was with Justin, a couple of our homies, and and Justin, I'm like, we're not gonna make it out of here alive. Wait, you said that, that Knock Loose played that show, right? Yeah. That's that's the show that got me into Knock Loose. Really? I, really? I only knew of uh, the, the gospel. gospel. Yeah. I would be so terrified. And I just saw everything else live, and I was like... Do you, do you know what? To date, okay. though, is probably my favorite show I've ever been to a chain to this day is um, the last expired show they did here. It was Stick Your Guns, Expired, Knock Ooh. Loose, and... Um, oh, the one that I fucking missed? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it was... It was. Oh, my God. It was Stick Your Guns, Expired, Knock Loose, and... Oh, my God. I'm cannot for the life remember who else played that show, but yeah, it was... Ridiculous! Like, like being able to be a part of Expire's last tour was just, oh my god, yeah, it was man. amazing. My brain tried to remember that flyer because I remember the flyer. Yeah. It's their four faces. Yeah, and the, mm-hmm. yeah, yep. It nope. was ridiculous. It's gone though. It was ridiculous. <laughs> it's fucking gone. <laughs> it disappears. To, yeah, no. It's like to date one of my favorite shows I've, I've ever attended. Like, it's just it's one of those it's one of those shows where it's just like you. Like you guys have been to those shows where you have a moment where you're just like, "This is what going to shows is about." Yeah. Like, like this, yeah. this is what I, this is why I yeah. do this. Like this is why yeah. I go. To, yeah, that was one of those shows. You know, because it was yeah. a sold out show. Everyone was knew every band, and it just was like it was in it. You yeah, know what exactly. I mean, it was great. Yeah. Oh my god, it was amazing. I feel that. Yeah. Speaking of uh, like memories, how what, well how long has Samsung been a band? Fuck. Okay. Um. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Got you're it. really testing me, laddie. Um. <laughs> Okay, so 2016, end of 2016 is when we started putting it together. I think it was just the three bands, actually. Sorry. <laughs> He's not telling a fucking story, <laughs> He's like, you know what, fuck the podcast. Also, that story <laughs> earlier wasn't funny. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Uh, hey, neither was yours, bro. <laughs> oh, hey, man. Um, no, that was... My, okay, anyway. So, Fact. 2016, 2017, <laughs> we put out um, Rise. 2018... Yeah, that makes sense. 2018... We put out More Than a Weapon in February. Whoa. Third. No, third, 11th. February 11th is roughly when we put out More Than a more than Weapon. A year later, spent that time kind of writing, accumulating. Um, you, you could adjust the mic cable, I think, is loose a little bit. May I? <coughs> Perfect. Excellent. There we go. There we go. Perfect. It'd be like that. Okay. Uh, everything that I just <laughs> said before this podcast. was bullshit. <laughs> <He's> like, <laughs> so y'all have probably heard that clackling. Okay. Anyways. So, um, click clack. 2019 was kind of, you know, just a writing, playing, going in places show uh, year. And then 2020, obviously, which is now, uh, is the year we release. So about oh, yeah. three years. Because I don't count that 2016. Really? It's like, okay. No, because it's a month. <laughs> the fuck you talking about? Yeah. Oh, sure, 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 sure. All right. Damn. Yeah, you pleb. You're to fucking pay attention, bro. All right, man. Have you seen a Gregorian calendar? <laughs> Shit. Gregorian. I got nothing, bro. <laughs> oh, my God. Do this. Um, so you guys have been a band for three years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, He's like, I don't fucking want to talk to you. Cause that was, uh... How would you say, like, you're... Because you've obviously played quite a few shows in between those three years, right? How would you say you're... I wouldn't say your sound, but how would you say your like presence has a oh. stage presence? Oh, yeah, oh, oh e- exponentially. Just because I think at first when you're playing with new people uh, who've never necessarily been in any uh, 
productive band, I guess you would say. Yeah, mm-hmm. there's a difference. Um, in in the sense that it it gains traction, uh, in a very large way. Um, you kind of just have this idea of like, okay, like I'm playing the show, you know what I mean? And it's right. like four people, kind of pl- four or five people, however many playing together, mm-hmm. um, and it's focused on. I, I don't want to say the song per se, but it's kind of like self-containing in a sense. Yes, absolutely. And as you grow. Uh, I think what happens is is you see the outside reactions coming in. You start yes. seeing this this interaction, and I think that um, you almost start becoming self conscious of like, oh shit, okay, so like, not every single show is going to be people standing with their arms crossed yeah, <laughs> and not exactly. giving a fuck about what the yeah, hell I'm saying or that. doing. And yeah. so eventually you're like, you know what? Okay, like it's cool, like. I'm gonna do this. We're gonna do this. Yeah, it gives you that that kind of confidence to to interact more and kind of oh, yeah. like get more involved yeah. with, with with you know the interaction part of this mm-hmm. stuff, not just the actual yeah. performing the songs, mm-hmm. but actually getting your feedback from the crowd, yeah. like feeling that energy go back at you on stage. You mm-hmm. know? So it, and and it's kind of this give and take. Uh, this yeah, well said. The the synthesis between the two is really where you find that that stage presence that I think you find feel comfortable with. Um, uh, like Alex shooting people with his base. That's that's his <laughs> fucking okay, Alex. I love you. Let's have a second one. Let's have a second go-to stage thing. I love you. But <laughs> it's the, it's actually a good one. It is. I will give him that. But I saw it, I was like, oh shit. <laughs> yeah. oh, shit. Uh, he says, uh, "I'm in the ghetto." Gratata. Just like <laughs> shut the fuck. That up. was a reference to a, to oh, a no. TikTok. Great. Yeah. We don't say TikTok in this house, but yeah, TikTok. Yeah, not a friend of the podcast. <laughs> not a friend. Of the podcast. <laughs> no, definitely not a friend of the podcast. Shit. <laughs> um. So yeah, uh, yeah. So it's just developing stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, it's like with gu- um, guitar, bass, vocals, you become more confident with it. Um, one of the things that we always try and push now a lot more is having some type of context to the song before we before we kind of start it in a sense, or giving some type of vibe to it. Mm-hmm. Um, because again, it's going back to like the fact that we feel like we have something that's important, not just necessarily within the hardcore scene, but again, lyrically in a in a greater way to talk to talk about something again. Like, right. I'm getting self conscious of how much. No. And so, so I guess that's what I'd say about again trying to create a stage presence, trying to create something that's um, uh, uh, a good. A fun experience. Um, drums, I sit there <laughs> and I just kind of, I'm like. He's a drummer, so. Yeah, yeah. He yeah. Was, he, he was so, you know, you're, you're kind of like, all right, so what am I going to do? I'm going to do a fling yeah. and then come down on the high really high. Yeah. And then go really low. And then, <laughs> and, then, and then, you know what? Honestly, what pisses me off is mm-hmm. being the drummer uh, and kind of sitting in the back, I'm just like, hell yeah, guys, let's you, get this. Yeah. Let's get this. You guys do it too. And then they're all fucking jumping around and I'm like, I, I feel play. so left out. <laughs> I gotta play. Fuck. Hold God on. God damn it. <laughs> yeah. And so it just you're kind of you're separated a little yeah, bit, but you're like that. it's okay. I love you guys from afar. So yeah. I mean, because it, you would t- be nothing me, without me. <laughs> here, here's the thing, though, is is the thing about a, a like good drummers, like you know, because I remember seeing you guys perform at at um, oh my god, program, program. with with uh, it was Low Love Marrow. Oh, that show. Yeah, yeah. It was yeah. great it's show. A dope show. Um, it it's. To me, having an energetic drummer is just as important as having an energetic front and saying like guitar players, vocalists, stuff like that. Because if if you have 
four guys that are doing their absolute best can't be crying or actually but the drummer doesn't give a shit you can you can tell oh yeah it's like it's the worst because it kind of just like okay well what about the drummer but like when you're in it you know like like the whole band is in it you feel it and you can see it and it makes you get more excited you know so like it's it's cool that you know like your your efforts don't go unnoticed trust me yeah and 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 i think that's kind of the fun thing too about seeing live performances in a sense is when you have a band even if you don't like the genre uh, if the band itself is full of like excellent performers mm-hmm. basically you can still appreciate it and be like and that's the thing for me is like even when I like um, like I remember going to is it Munchies out in Santa Ana mm-hmm. a vegan spot okay, okay real dope um, basically <laughs> I went there with a friend and we were walking in and they just had this like it was some, you know, chill, like maybe it was a hip hop, like, um, R- not R&B, uh, reggae fusion type thing going okay. on outside. And so it was, you know, late at night, Friday. So it was just kind of a vibe. Yeah, it was literally say vibes. Vibes, vibes. exactly. Vibe check, and so I was will. just going through it and like you have these like flashbacks, you know, when you're in bands and you see other bands performing, you're like, you kind of connect in that sense. Definitely, of course, yeah. yeah. And so I was just sitting there and I'm like, you know what? Like, I feel really like comfortable watching them yeah and i'm enjoying it even if i wouldn't necessarily listen to this yeah. i appreciate the fact that they're making music and doing yeah it like i've that, even so. started listening to bands because i've seen them live yeah i've been like oh they're way better yes. than i've ever anticipated and oh yeah like, that's it all right i'm gonna start listening now because their their energy even if it doesn't translate over the music or like yeah. the recording live i'm like no nah, they fucking kill it i'm gonna I'm yeah gonna, I'm gonna see and i agree got. with that too even if a, a band um like I've seen a lot of like uh, I don't want to say burger records because I feel like that term is not really in 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 the roundabout right now mm-hmm. anymore. Um, but yeah, there's even been some you know kind of like indie shoegaze whatever you want to call it right, like yeah. beach goth bands that I watch and I'm like I don't usually watch this but I feel like they're all really good yeah and so that's yeah. what makes it fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Shout, shout out to speaking of shoot guys, shout out to my boy Knives. What's up, Kenny? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, Kenny. Hell yeah. Knives. I don't I don't know who that is. Friend of the podcast. Friend of the podcast. Friend of the podcast, yeah. Do you guys so, have any like crazy um show stories? Oh yeah. This is our favorite part of the podcast. He's like bro turn. Okay, down. like what's the worst <laughs> what's the worst gig you've had and like the best gig you've had? Oh exactly. no. <laughs> He's like they were the same one. Uh <laughs> they're the same one. Shit. <laughs> What, what um, was it? Who said it was that you're only as good as your worst gig? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, worst Shit. gig. Um, I have to really search back. He's, uh, he's like, he's like, we don't play bad gigs. We don't. Play <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. We sure, have a good no, time. No. Fuck boy. Um, there's been times where we just play. Oh, oh god, I do remember. Here it is. Okay, <laughs> okay. We don't have it. Yeah, we do. Hold on. So, <laughs> so here's my thing that. Um, there, I feel like, are some dry spots when it comes to looking at the vicinity of venues spread out through Southern California. Yes, Obviously, absolutely. So when you look at LA, you, Do you look mean at downtown LA and then Orange County. Uh, <laughs> yes. No so when you when you look at LA and Orange County, they are most definitely the cultural hubs yep. in a sense. Absolutely. Yeah. And so what happens is, is the further out you get, um, you start looking at. Um, like the sparsity of people trying to throw shows. Um, And what it starts turning into is basically people trying to throw shows in their houses and it works out. It really is. But do you have that same level of like um, validity or what would you call it? Like authenticity. Oh my God. It's like um, 
authority. There you go. Because uh. you look at like LA venues and you look at OC venues that have this type of like authority of not only being in that region. That prestige, yeah. Historically, exactly. Yeah. Would you start going out to the Inland Empire um, <clears throat> and really what we can do is just find venues. You have, ba you have backyards and garages and that's yes. about it. And you know, it's, it's cool. It There's is what cool it is. Uh, <laughs> trying to work on that. Um, but that's a different story that I won't talk about. Um, I'm not going to go into that. One. <laughs> it's still in the works. Stay tuned. Yes. Question mark? Stay tuned. Yes. So um, long story short. Uh, Insert eyes emoji. It was um, at, uh, I think, Bridgetown. Oh. oh. Man, rest in peace, Bridgetown, dude. Oh, huh? Yeah. No, what? Yeah. No, hold up. Okay, this story's got to stop. What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> it's not around. Yeah. Not around, what not just counts on a thing? Uh, last summer, we, we were actually, we played in a band called Confinement for a while. And we played a couple of shows. Did we really? Did we and um, yeah, Inland Hardcore approached us um, and was like, hey, do you guys want to play Bridgetown's last show? And it was Wait, a festival what? called Beat the Heat. Yeah, yeah. Beat the Heat was the last show at Bridgetown. <sighs> Which it, no! actually, it yeah. actually didn't end up. And um, didn't even end up being taking at place in Bridgetown. I we played Beat the Heat. Yeah, yeah that would have. But, that, but it, 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 it was it was supposed to be Bridgetown's last show. Yeah, yeah, and they they had to really relocate because the end of Bridgetown came sooner than they thought, mm -hmm. so they couldn't hold it. Beat the Heat at Bridgetown, so they, they had to move it last minute. So oh. yeah, rest in peace, Bridgetown. God damn. Yeah. You know what? Yeah, it's like yeah, hi. <laughs> <laughs> um, on, Snap, on Instagram. It was. Dang, okay, so, yeah, it was at Bridgetown, um, and I think what you start seeing is, is Bridgetown was a really, it was in this, it was kind of outside the SGV, right? Because yes. that's yeah. not necessarily... La Puente. La Puente is not quite SGV, it's kind of like, it's kind of county, but it's not quite right, SGV, right. yeah. And so, again, it's, again, one of those, like, middle spaces where it's, like, it's kind of in LA, and it's kind of in, like, the... IE scene, which has pockets, but it's not necessarily like unified in a sense. Correct. Yeah. Um, and so it's like it it, it it could pull. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. Yes. Depending, I think it's a good way to put it. Yeah. Um. And right. so we played there, and it was a tour package that we initially thought. Obviously, I'm not going to say any bands because I ain't about it. Right. Know, right. Yeah. Um. And we it was on this tour package, and we're like, all right, this should be pretty cool. It should be a pretty good turnout. Um. And you play a show and you expect certain positive results because it seems like everybody's vibing and everybody's going to have this, like you were talking about earlier, like the the show that makes you say, this is why I got into it. Right, yeah. Everybody is there for every single band watching everything. Right. Nice. Feel nice. that. Yes. <laughs> and Preach. <laughs> you expect that. And then we we started playing, played our set. I think we were maybe like third on, so it was an okay set. Mm -hmm. But then you just look at the bands who you would expect to be in, and they weren't. Really? Oh. Yeah, and so it was just kind of like, huh. And again, we didn't know them per se, but it's just sometimes that expectation of reciprocity, really. Yeah, the preconception of, oh, this is this is what I've been used to seeing because of mm -hmm. X, Y, and Z, So, and it's not quite... Yeah. It doesn't really hit your expectations, you know, and it's disappointing. Yeah, you know? and so it was just one of those things where um, we expected them to uh, to kind of follow through and you know watch us, and they didn't. And so sometimes people get a little upset and feel that they can 
basically be like, all right, so you ain't going to be down for me? All right, then fuck you. Bye. Uh-huh. One yeah. Of those things. And so it just, again, it was kind of one of those things where it was like, I don't, I don't really like that, but I, I get it. I get yeah. it from some people. So that's just kind of what happened. And um, just, yeah. So it, yeah. It, it's one of those, that was probably one of the worst ones where the, sh- the turnout was okay, but the turnout and our performance and I think a lot of other performances could have been a lot better. It was lackluster in a way. It was lackluster in a way. And it was yeah. those ones where you like don't even feel like you've hit rock bottom, rip rock bottom. And <laughs> Damn. it's just kind of like... Deep cut. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. It it leaves you kind of unsure, like what yeah. just happened. Yeah. yeah. I've, it's. I yeah. think we had a talk outside my truck afterwards, and we were just like, "All right, no, we're gonna get this shit together. Like, we need to like formulate a little bit more. Like, not strategically saying like yes and no. Obviously, I mean, I I think every band at some point realizes like, all right, we can't we can't say yes to every single yeah. show because yeah, then it's just yeah it turns into a whole mess heap yeah. of mess. But because because like my my current my current band that I'm. Uh, we have new music coming soon. Shameless plug. One? <laughs> um, only one I'm in. Um, we're we're kind of pick and choosing our shows. We we've been a band for two and a half years, and we just played our first show last month. Mm-hmm. You know, because we we wanted to make sure we had everything set in a row first, and then started playing shows and kind of pick and choose where we get to do our own mm-hmm. thing. You know, and actually we we learned that booking our own shows is the way to go because we have a lot more control over oh, yeah. where we go. In terms of like you know media and promotion and production mm-hmm. all that stuff, so like we book okay, we're gonna play with these bands. We organize the lineup. Here's who's playing yeah. when. Like you know, like we're not always gonna put ourselves at the very top every time. It, it's a lot of work. It is a lot. But of work. But I can see off. what you mean. Yeah. yeah. It, like like if less if head, you can less headaches. Less headaches. I thought you said less head, and I was like, no, never less. Head. <laughs> <laughs> so no head. Why would you go? To sh- <laughs> Fucking. Bullshit. Why would you go to a show? Why would you go? Head so no head. head. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> But yeah, so it's it's Rip Chicharron, bu- booking booking your own shows allows you that, that freedom. <laughs> yeah, that the, the Quache will get it. Um, we we, we, we have we have this Quache who runs around here who like he just kind of like runs past. Like, hey, him. fool! Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he'll he'll look and be like, we're trying to get on the podcast, dude. Yeah. Like, we're, trying to, we're trying for for like six get months. Get him on. We'll it's a three minute podcast, and you just. Shut up to our boy. He bit me. There's like a camera falls. It's deadpan. We're running away. You don't see what's going on though. It's like one of those. Anyways, six possums just running after like in like a bigger form. They like they're like walking like like a fucking wild. Anyways, anyway, but yeah, booking your own show is probably allows you the only like probably the only thing you can do that that'll give you that freedom to project yourself where you want to go in terms of like promotion and you know exposure you know mm-hmm. because it allows you to adjust your trajectory in a way yeah you know? again li- the litmus test in a way exactly yes yeah. exactly you know so so what was your best show yeah. <laughs> way to take the fucking question from him <laughs> thanks bro <laughs> fuck him bro what's your best show fuck him fuck him <laughs> um I'm used to it it's fine best show is he gonna do Shit. say something um <laughs> oh my god Stops the <laughs> If you say some bullshit like all of them, I swear to God. <laughs> he was like, Damn. it's definitely not all of them. I know that much. Like, no band has ever had like perfect shows every single time. And if yeah. you say that, you're bullshit. Exactly. Yeah. Um, Shout out to Limp Bizkit. Shit. That was good. Um, Give you that one. <laughs> uh, I, ju- I think some of the most. 
memorable shows that I've had mm-hmm. that were really good um, have actually been in the high desert um because yeah you know what like that's a that's a golden scene it's, we, it's, we actually honestly, talked about this is that it's because pure. down yes. here there's so much overexposure and yeah. saturation that you could do a hundred other things and go to a show on a saturday night or saturday in la or oc or wherever it's a it's a you go to the high desert and they have maybe a movie theater and 20 miles of, of whoever yeah so if you put a show on people will come and they will tear up because yeah. they have nothing else to do i think there. i mentioned this on a previous podcast mm-hmm. but when me and the dudes in, in Mero we had like a double header at the foo house right the, this, this one weekend we play at the foo house oh foo house shout, shout out, out to foo house. House. Oh, Rip foo house yeah, house. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Soft. <laughs> yeah. Soft. But um, we played at the Foo House, and that show, like, it was great. Like, mm-hmm. popped off, and then we played the next day at Program, the skate shop, and it was like. It was cool. But it was like, mm, whatever, same, you know? Yeah. But I'm like, dude, like, because we had, like, that Foo House show got packed out. Like, there were kids yeah. that walked, like, five miles to go to the show. Uh-huh. Just, yeah. like, the dedication out yeah. there is crazy. Yeah, yeah man. So awesome to when, see. When, when, we, when we played Summer Mania, as confinement, we played Summer Mania, and we were, like, the second the second band to go on that day, and it was it still ridiculous. Popped it yeah. popped yeah. off. It was great, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, And we got we got to see, like, Cell Damage. How did Cell Damage, by the way? Listen, <laughs> listen, listen to their new stuff. They're amazing. Yeah, yeah, yo, John Tesh. <laughs> John, 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 John Tesh. John Tesh. Where is my Juma Juice? Juice it up. Love you, John Tesh. Dude, Mention uh, Don John Tesh Don, for, Don Jesh. for 20 dollars off your next Jamba Juice. Speaking of speaking of <laughs> live drummers, that oh you know God what I mean? They're freaking amazing, amazing. They're some of the best live. We we had never seen. heard of Cell Damage before that day. And then we, we stuck around. We, we, <laughs> and we remember we we were we were sitting right next to where the drummer was because they were like, no, no, let's 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 not play in the very stage corner. No, we're gonna move all of us up to the middle, middle of the room. and we're gonna do our show in the middle of the room. I just fucking love that, and it sounds like this. Like this. Like like this. It sounds like this. <laughs> Shit. Pull it. it sounds like this. Yeah. Yeah. Me fucking too, bro. Me fucking too. Yeah. So Cell Damage funny. is one of the best live bands yes. in the scene right now. If you guys have not seen them oh yet, God. you need to go see Cell go Damage. They're, they're amazing. All the and they're the best dudes. Yeah, they're, they're the nicest guys. He, so, you they know, made you know our, our, yeah. Yeah, they, they, made our they made our podcast logo. Because we he said listened we, to it one, we, we, we JPEG for you. Yeah. Am I correct? Uh, JPEG for you. Yeah, yeah. JPEG for Instagram you. shout out at JPEG for you. for you. It was it was it was hilarious because we, we were talking. Were like, who were, it was on a podcast we with even, a guest. We it was it was with Donald. We were talking. Yeah, about yeah, Donald, yeah, yeah. And I was like, and I was like, yeah, someone can just make us uh, a stra- a, death, a strawberry with tank treads and missiles That's on it. Fucking insane! Literally, bro. We posted it, and not like not an hour later, he just sends us a DM, and he goes. Hey, uh, heard you were talking about this. Uh, here you go. What? And we're like, here's all of our money. <laughs> we're like, we're gonna pay you for this because the, the the speediness of it. He was like, it, it was it was hysterical like, because because I was I was just kidding. I was yeah. like, we if someone if kid. someone could make yeah. us a picture of a Starboard with tank treads and missiles, that'd be great. Yeah. And it's like, hey, I didn't know what to one, so I put three different logos on it. And I, just he literally the one was like, like, here's three different. We're like, we'll buy all of them. Here's <laughs> like here's like six color variants. He's fucking awesome. He's amazing. Shout out to JP. He's super amazing. Fire photos too, man. Yeah, great, great fucking photos. Yeah, like like. But yeah, Summer Mania was a great show. It was, yeah. it was like, uh, yeah, it was, it was who, yeah. who who played. It was like, um, it was us. It was us. Psychomanus, Cell Damage, Casket Drop, mm-hmm. um, Infinite, um, 
Crisis. Crisis. Yeah. It was Infinite Crisis. No, yeah. it, was, it was Burn Infinite, not Infinite Crisis. Oh, yeah, Burn, oh Infinite. Burn Infinite. Infinite Crisis did. Burn Infinite, rest in peace. Yeah. Infinite Crisis played with, played with the show with us. Oh, yeah. One real and real, too. A lot of rips today. A lot of rips. Rest in peace, Burn Infinite. They're freaking amazing. Yeah. Um, Who else played that show? There was a bunch of men that played the show. Flowers. Shout out to Flowers. Oh, Empty Morning played. Yeah, yeah, mornings, yeah, yeah. Actually, Who? that was actually that was where we met Donald. Was that was that Cinemania? Yeah. Yeah. We, we met him there. Who played? Empty morning. That was the last band you said. What? Flowers? No, after flowers. Empty morning. Empty morning. Who the fuck is empty morning? <laughs> 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 Who the fuck is? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Rest in peace? Question mark. Actually, I think, I think that's where we met Connor too, because I think we met Connor there too, because he was there for empty morning set. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So we, met, we met Connor and Donald there, and we were like. Yeah. Oh, you guys are in bands. Come on our podcast. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. It was. It was. It was. Pr- it was a great show. I've yeah, man. The, uh-huh. the High Desert show is the High Desert scene is great. High Desert is always High Desert is again one of those areas where it's like okay, favorite areas. One of my favorite shows that stands out was when we played fucking Goliath's would be comeback show. Ooh. Uh, unfortunately, wow. they I think something happened. They had to drop. You know, it's whatever. Uh-huh. Um, but it was us. Uh, Goliath or what it would have been. Uh, carried weight. Um, ice bag. Oh, wow. oh Union, ice bag. Union dude. Front and Ooh. some other band. It was a, it was a decent lineup, but it was just in. Basically, uh, it was a punk house. You know what I mean? Good old punk yeah. trap house out in L.A. And nice. You got those good times, and you're just like everybody fucking rolls out because that's what's there, and you're yeah. like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, yeah, that shit was violent. Like, <laughs> I remember. Alex going in with the intention to kill someone during yeah. Ice Bag. And Dude, C- Ice Bag. CJ, shout out CJ, uh, like already podcast. was like, I have the mentality of killing someone all the time. <laughs> so This is just helping me. I feel like yeah. every every Ice Bag show is like someone like gets messed up. They it's, goddamn it's, it's, played, our, we played our first shows together, I'm pretty sure. Really? Yeah. 99% sure we That's played wild. our first shows That's together. That's amazing. So Yeah, because we actually used to have a friend of ours that was their original guitar player, and... Um, he was he was like yeah man those old shows were ridiculous, <laughs> <laughs> dude. How are we not liable? I saw yeah, them no. I saw them at Bridgetown and I got no that messed dude, up. I got didn't you see them with with, with these streets? They play with these streets. Oh, yeah. Oh my dude, actually, tell me a story about that. Oh, real quick. I'll 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 tell a quick version because I think I told it on the on the on the podcast before. But they it's were like they were like um, these streets were headlining and they were like yeah we want to make this uh, um, not to remember like we love the scene we love. Hardcore aluminum cookie sheets, and then they're oh, like, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And they're like, let's make this a night to remember. And the, like this huge spilling where everyone was like, oh, it's red. Like, oh, nice. We, we all felt all warm. And then like the last song, they just <laughs> threw like sixteen aluminum baking sheets into the <laughs> middle. And, yeah. Eyes changed, and then, dude. Really and then everyone was just like looking at them. <laughs> I think like the last breakdown started, and then everyone just started like beating the shit out of each other. Dude, like, he, dub, he, like he sent me a video, and all I heard was. Like oh he's just yeah, like exactly. just like ECW <laughs> just like chair shots. God damn, yeah, dude! Like everything, it, it looked like an ECW like like uh, dude. Yeah, it was ridiculous. I got hit. I got hit in the side of the head <laughs> so hard that your because there's gone. the muscle there that moves around when you yeah. move your mouth. Yeah. I couldn't open my mouth because I got hit right on that muscle. And every time I would open my mouth, I would have a an aneurysm. Oh my god! <laughs> it was just so just painful. Just up. Every time Sh- yeah, shout out to like, shout out to Icebag and uh, and, and to these streets. Do you still have that video? I do still have that video. It's uh, it's uh, it's I think it's on my Instagram. 
Go is go it? pull it up in a minute. Yeah, I'll pull it up. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it, it's it's like it shows like that. He said that, that he said like, that to us with no context, by the way. No, because <laughs> I, I just sent it over, and they're like, "Where are you? Are you okay? Was, we need to send an ambulance." It, it was him and an acquaintance of ours that went, and he remember he was like, "I was like, hey, how's the show?" He sent me that video, and I was like, "Oh, yeah. oh, <laughs> that was it." We're just like. Uh, uh, uh. And actually, we we got an idea f- uh-huh. of of that. Oh yeah, that's what uh, we did at. Uh, that's what we, we did at Slamomania. At, at Slamomania, we we got a bunch of foam swords. It wasn't as cool, but oh, we, yeah. it was a dollar store. That over to a- yeah, real quick, what's the video? This is the video. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh. They're <laughs> <laughs> not even playing anything. They're not even. We'll playing li- we'll just, <laughs> just hear it. <laughs> we'll link the video uh, in the. Uh, on We're the Instagram. Look at his Bro, yeah, Bro's got just a 7-Eleven cup chilling on the right hand side. <laughs> <laughs> and she's trying to drink it. And there's a fucking... Like, she's literally... Oh. Literally, oh my God. literally just Hilarious. vibing. Let her drink her 7-Eleven coffee. Damn. It, it was funny. The bitch has her needs. <laughs> but yeah, sp- speaking of the high desert, <laughs> when we played Slime Mania, we were watching Cell Damage's set. And there was this box of tools that was in the corner, uh, and everyone was crowded in the corner. Box of tools. So I remember climbing up on the box of tools and then just somersaulting into as many people as I possibly could, and we ended up falling over, like into the drum set, kind of. And, and the vocalist playing. was standing on the drum set. He kind of just jumped off of it, and then just stood on top of all of us. There was a crowd. He was like, "Oh, excuse me, don't mind oh, if I do, guys." He was like stepping on people, yeah, like, "Oh, sorry, hilarious. sorry." Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god. That's just so ridiculous. That and someone grabbed show. the door that fell off. Oh, oh, oh my god. That's was that during right. cell damage? Yeah. No, no that, but it was, that was that during was cell damage. It was, oh, it was okay. during somewhere. But um because okay, so we were talking in the in their group chat for that for that show, and um I, I think I'm pretty sure I said let's get this bread or something along those lines. Oh my god. And then Donald no, was like, Are we talking like Russian rye or like Jewish rye? <laughs> or like <laughs> Donald, I'm gonna. Mm, I'm pretty sure you told me that at some point, Donald. But God damn it! <laughs> and so I asked them what kind of bread they wanted, and they were like marble rye and Russian rye. And I was like, I got you. So I bought four loaves of bread, and when we started we started playing, I just took one of the loaves of bread and just, and just chucked it as hard as I could at the first person that, that I saw. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, about halfway through our set. The bags got torn open, and then the people were just like throwing bread at everybody. <laughs> just slices of that's bread. that slices story. Bread. Yeah. That's that yeah. story. Yeah. I have. Yeah. Okay, Donald, never mind. You have told me this story. Yeah. 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 Oh my god. Oh, bro, I would be so hungry. I it's just so like, it smelled like so a deli. And Hell yeah. yeah. It smelled like sweat and yeah. yeah. It's funny because Justin from Mero um, smacked Garrick square was, in the I face when he was attention. playing. I was like playing my set. Like I was trying to listen, and I just look up and I just go. I'm like, what the. <laughs> like, kept going. I was like, what the Because it didn't that? hurt, but you no, were just no, like, it was shock. Show's happening, whatever. Uh, and I watched the video, and you just see me go, <laughs> 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 what the uh, fuck? It was, <laughs> it was funny because when Empty Morning went on, um, Donald did the exact same thing to the loaf of bread and just freaking chucked it. it. And then people were like, and got torn apart. Was like, yeah, yeah, round two, here like, we go. <laughs> and and then um, one of the cabinet doors got broken in the garage and there was a loaf of bread in there. And so we didn't even bring that one. That <laughs> was already there. The door fell off. Someone grabbed it and held it over their head and ran around. I was like, like a Tuscan Raider. Like a Tuscan Raider. Someone grabbed the bread and then it's just like, <laughs> that was it. It was so funny. Yeah, Shout that that, that was probably my favorite show I've ever played. <laughs> was, that that, that and the disc show at Gilroy are my two favorite shows. I think yeah, that man. was amazing. Fun stuff. 
Yeah, but yeah. Um, taking on a quick dive back in a manifest before we wrap up. <laughs> Jesus what are your Christ. F- <laughs> no, I know. Yeah, yeah, back, back on, back on track. Yeah, the discussion. Um, what What are your favorite moments from from manifest personally? Um. Okay. Amazing. So, uh, <laughs> amazing. <laughs> Quite amazing. Um, definitely Fiat looks when we said that right yes. there. Yep. Um, <clears throat> Slaps. Then uh, to me, the part in Beyond the Light of Life. Because it was weird. Just every time I hear that, it's the transition that's there is so clean, in my opinion. And it's so, like, in my opinion, it sounds like very well written that I'm like huh this is something like an actual band would do. <laughs> <laughs> tight like, and then I and then I hear it go into that fat two step and mm-hmm. I'm just like wait is this my band like is <laughs> this, really is this like, our you band forget for and a second, like, you're like oh I was like yeah. no this isn't no no <laughs> so yeah it just goes from like fat like um, oh my god um, there is life somewhere to find you. Yeah, Howard. Kill switch engage. Kill switch. Yeah, Go yeah, yeah, from yeah. like kill switch automatically just into like fat two steps, yeah. and I'm like, nice. That's what I, we're here I for. I did yeah. that. <laughs> I did, did that. We did that. And then um, Enoch's hammer. I just think the whole, the whole song slaps. The, the whole yeah. the whole song has these moments that kind of like come together I think to it's 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 a very captivating five minutes. It's a captivating thank you. Very captivating thank you. Yes. Captivation. Definitely. I like it. Okay. <laughs> you are captivating. That's a song I th- I uh, threw you to at um program last time we saw them. Oh like, that's right. Oh, so yeah. did we play remember, the full song or was that just the outro? I don't uh, remember but qu- I, I think but I remember because remember saying that this I think it was uh, just a part of it because like, this, this is a part of a new song that we're releasing soon and I remember I was like hey do me a favor and throw me. He was like, "What?" And I was I like, "Just stand there." And 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 I sh- I climbed on top of him. He was like, "Oh, oh!" And um, he ran me across him and threw me into the people that were in the corner against the records. And there was like two of them. <laughs> there was a, a lot of people. Area pro- I feel bad for people in that section because <laughs> it's know. just like you're right next to the records. First of all, second of yeah. all, that's where the cash register is. Third of all, that's where typically people just kind of like congregate. Did and you, I'm like, "Do you see that homeboy got his camera broken?" Oh yeah, uh, yeah, I, like, yeah, I know. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. But oh, anyway, yeah. But yeah, so <laughs> like, <laughs> we're just like fuck. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, but yeah, he just like he was like he's like, what do you mean throw you? And I was like, just don't move. So <laughs> I, I just like bed over. I climbed on top of him, <laughs> and he was like, oh, oh, oh. And I'm like, I'm five foot five, and Justin's six foot eleven. So he just uh, <laughs> ran across the room and threw me into the only three people that were in the corner for you guys to set. I know. I was standing. I was like standing, kind of not in the back, but like like a person behind the pit. Yeah. And I was like, damn, that's crazy. <laughs> damn, that's They're dead crazy. As fuck, bro. Yeah. Crazy. So before we wrap up, real quick, plugs. Like like, yeah, what do you guys are going on, man? Shows, socials. <laughs> okay, so uh, basically. Um, Right now, it's looking at we're going to be playing March 13th <clears throat> at a program with Mero. Um, shout out. Yeah, shout out, Mero. <laughs> um, Cell Damage. Shout out. Cell ah, Damage. yeah. Hey. Uh, are you serious? I, I'm fucking, I'm going. We're going. Yeah, we're going, uh, going bro. Emerald Bay, I believe. Okay. I haven't heard of them, but ex- excited to check them out. And um, 
And Take It to Heart was on DeBill, but now they are not. DeBill. Um, so that's that. Uh, and then March 28th, I'm fucking stoked for this one. We're going to be heading out to AZ. Good old ah, AZ boys. Nice. Love them out there. Uh, going to be playing with Ice Bag Injury. And, uh, I think the band is Insurgents. Ins- inser- oh, with ins- a V? Insurgents. In they're from Texas, I ah, think. Ah. If I'm not mistaken. And if you're wrong, if I'm oh. wrong, then injured in. How do you pronounce that? Which one is it? Incentive. It was oh. the font that confused. <laughs> oh, that's an S. No, like it looks like a C. Why don't I just yeah, that incentive? The, it is go. incentive. I just tapped the photo and then the tags came up. I should have yeah, just gotcha. done that first. <laughs> so it's incentive. Uh, us ice bag injury uh, punishment suite uh, life and limb. Nice. Ooh, life and limb is tight. Really stoked for that. Hell yeah! Uh, and then we have another one coming up in June, July, Damn, something like that. Way ahead. It's just we we can't talk about it yet. Well, no, we don't have a flyer yet. Oh, bad. Ah. So it's just one of those things where it's like, yes, we are confirmed for it. We just, you know. Okay. Uh, and then obviously, like, little things here and there where we try and we always try and figure out, like, what's a fun little thing that we could, like, pop up <laughs> in uh, the IE uh, and, and actually have every band play um, yeah. rather than the cops coming through because white people are complaining. Yeah. Um, but like that. Yeah. Thanks, Karen. Thanks, Karen. Thanks, Karen. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, fucking Karen. Bro. So it's just. Yeah, that's what we have so far. Um, obviously, we're going to have a complete album coming out later on this year. Oh, yes. yes. Yeah. Uh, and we are planning another little tour. Uh, oh, I should say, I'm sorry, complete album? I meant complete, like, EP. EP. Right. Not yeah. LP. Gotcha. Okay. Not LP. Because okay. some people think, uh, okay, yes, we're going to have Still great. Another, s- another release. More than four songs. Are you going right. to attack on the, 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 this, the first three? These three? Oh yes, that's that's how demos work. I'm just fucking asking. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, might might actually might yeah, actually redo <laughs> might okay, actually idiot. redo a classic for that one. Ooh, so, mm-hmm. oh, excellent. Very nice. Yes, and then um, and then we're definitely planning another tour because we at least try and have like one uh decent size like tour. We head out. Um, maybe try and set up a weekend weekend run here and there, but. Yeah. Obviously, it's one of those things with schedules uh, when you're goddamn adults. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's it's like that, man. I get that. So I, I got to ask real quick, just because I'm curious. Yes. Did you have any standout releases this past 12 Oof. months that you enjoyed? <laughs> like, I, gotta, I just got to ask. Man. Never Ending Game. That fucking album, first of all. Never Ending Game. Mm. Um Brain, why do you stop working at the most <laughs> stupid Brain. fucking times? I um, feel that though, you know. Um, yeah, it really do be like that. Uh, uh, <laughs> Did you see what Justin said? No. <laughs> the hard eyes emoji. <laughs> Shout out to Justin from Mario. He's the man. Oh, did he reply to the? Oh my God! Why? Why does my brain do this? It's <laughs> um, all good. Holy dude. shit! Okay, so yeah, definitely, definitely, <laughs> never-ending game. Um, I most definitely feel that Reclaim always puts out yeah. the oh, yes, absolutely. Always Reclaim. Um, that and new, that, then... That new Vamakara EP is also yes, played Yes, yes. Very good. Um, new Kubicon made it to album... Uh, made it my number one album of the year because <laughs> I'm a fanboy. I'm a Texas fanboy. 
there was a soft band. A soft band. And I, a soft band. A soft <laughs> band. And I could not... The baby's Kirk. <laughs> Either way, I, I don't know. My brain does this. If, I'm, if I literally told you your album was like straight fire, and I'm not saying it right now, I'm sorry. Uh, don't blame me. The hardcore uh, community never te- forgets. Te- oh. <laughs> um, technically, genetically, it's not my fault because, like, I am in a human body. Um, so, anyways. Uh, yeah. All right, man. Well, we appreciate you coming on the yeah, podcast, and making the time. Me. Where can Thank we you follow you at? Uh, the band you can follow at Same Sun HC. Mm-hmm. You can follow us on Twitter at the same exact handle. Um, and I, I don't know. My at is like yeah. X Pepe Silvia X because I fucking love it's always sunny. So <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah. 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 Hell yeah! Excellent. All right, man. Well, you can follow us at STM Pod on Twitter and Strawberry Death Machine, all one word on Instagram. Um, underscore Spirit Speaks underscore on uh, everything, I think. Uh, Garrick underscore F on everything. Where can we find us on uh, YouTube, Justin? Um, just type in Strawberry Death Machine. You had and one you job. Will find us. That's literally what I was asking to plug, and you're like, yeah, oh, I don't know. You're, you're like, you're like, I wasn't listening. Yeah, I wasn't listening. Fuck you. I heard that. I heard. I wasn't listening. I heard the plug, and I was like, wrong one. But here we go, boys. Here we fucking go. I'm not gonna we, both, we both point at you like, okay, cool, YouTube. And you're like, yeah, uh, follow me at underscore Freak Speaks. What fucking thing you do, Justin? Look, That's, man. What are we, literally, your only job is the YouTube. That's your only job on this podcast. I, I didn't hear that part. He goes, yo, fuck those guys, bro. Here it is. It's just my uh, shit. Speaking of, uh, speaking of YouTube, we've got a couple videos coming out quite soon. Very soon. Um, actually, we're going to do some more filming tonight later on, and we have uh, a couple more videos lined up in the next couple of weeks, so keep your eyes peeled. We'll announce them on Instagram and Twitter. So, um, yeah, thank you guys so much for listening. We will Listen, to ah. Listen, yes. Listen to Manifest. Listen to Manifest. We are going to finish off with... We're going to finish off with Enoch Hammer. Enoch Hammer. Yeah, so you guys heard Fiat Lux in the very beginning. Check out Manifest by Same Sun. Um, this is Enox Hammer. We will catch you guys next time. Thank you guys so much for listening, and we will see you later. Deuces. Peace. Bye. Bye.
Fuck!